What's wrong, Tatake? Nothing. It just felt like I bumped into someone super hot, you know? No, how does someone feel hot? Shut up! Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, D. Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime Luis de Ponte de Loca. Loca means crazy in Spanish. I can't promise I pronounce any of that right. I can promise that you pronounce none of that right. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see the movie. What is it? <laughs> It's Brad Pitt's character from Interview with a Vampire. Oh. Uh, right? It's okay. getting more cryptic, so even I don't know these references anymore. Wait. I have uh, to look don't you love this audience if this is from <laughs> no one here? Isn't this fun for only me? Hold I'm on. sure someone out there likes it. They just, just haven't told moment? me. This is my delusion to live in. Listen to this. Author of Interview with a Vampire and Rice passed away like oh today. i didn't know it was Anne Rice. so interesting you made that that Damn reference <laughs> i was Sorry. accidentally topical fuck yeah my Sorry. brain yeah that's bad for you <laughs> i went out of my way and i still landed up here <laughs> do we flush this do we start again are, are we already <laughs> off on the wrong foot i are feel okay about deep? it but if you want to start over by all means i don't have nope, another foot to it. land on <laughs> We're in it. We're posting uh, into the end of the year on fumes. Yeah, uh, uh, we are. We're we're thriving. Uh, so what do we have going on this week? Well, I'll tell you. This week, uh, this is another show like similarly to like Kakurio, uh, Ben Breakfast for Spirits. I found it a while ago, but I've been like afraid to watch it because it sounds good. But who knows? We've this week, we're watching Interviews with Monster Girls. Ooh. Uh. Yeah. Hmm? Have either of you heard of it? I've heard of it. I haven't watched it, and it I haven't had it like thrown in my face with just copious amounts of fan art, like I do with mm. a lot of other shows. So either it's just... But also, like, uh, Tatami, Ma- uh, Tatami Galaxy, I also haven't seen a ton of. And that was good. But I So I think it's either just... Not a beloved show, or it's just a short show. Yeah. Usually, usually if they're short-lived, like only 12 episodes and nothing else, um, most people are like, yeah, it's good, and then move on. And there's not a lot yeah. of discussion about it. It's I can't 12 devote episodes. my life to this. Yeah. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's 12 episodes and an OVA. Oh. So, it's thought. a shoddy. Short. Yeah. Shoddy. <laughs> shoddy yeah. with a bot. We'll see. <laughs> but, I, yeah, yeah I, I hardly know anything about it. I just, like I said, I looked it up, I looked up the plot, and I was like, that seems nice. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, I also know it came out in 2017, and that's the extent of my knowledge. <laughs> Perfect. It's more than we Yeah, done. definitely. Uh, we've been burned by Monster Girls over what? and over and no. over. Oh, but so we I knew. Know. We knew with at least one of them. What are you yeah, talking? But was then fine. the other ones where it's like, <laughs> hey, this is a normal show, but also I'm a, a boner demon and I'm here <laughs> for your boners. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Dugan, don't <laughs> don't call me out like this on my spec script. I'm still writing it. 
<laughs> you need to know that it's not good at this stage. Uh, oh, I know it's not good. That's why I'm still going. <laughs> if it's it goes me. poorly, give it to a porn company. They'll make it. I'll yeah. put it on Spike TV. They like a lot of shit and trash. Yeah. Uh, if anything, we were talking about Scooby-Doo before we started recording. And the name of this show alone reminds me of Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School. When yeah. Shaggy and Daphne go to a haunted school full of monster girls. So if it's anything like that, I'm on board. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Uh, well, since we don't really have any additional info, shall we just get into it? Yeah, let's watch the first three episodes. Let's get educated. Ooh, baby. I'm so nervous, but oh, it's so good, but oh, I'm so it's, nervous. Ooh, oh, it's, it's, so good. It's, it's dancing. Ooh, it teeters. It it's teeters, really yeah. like sitting on the fence, and it's <laughs> mostly in the good on the good side of the yard. But that teetering. A lot of teetering. It's te- teetering. Yeah, Every once in a while, spills. it's like, oh, and you think it's going to fall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a leaf that is tangled right on the fence of a prison. <laughs> where it just it just tips into the prison territory, and you're like, mm, don't Ooh. don't do it. Uh, oh. Turn the other way, please, for yeah. all of our sakes. It's like there's mm-hmm. an adult video store, and like, a, this is gonna be a bad comparison. Just brace yourself, and like, <laughs> I sense. can't wait. A, ch- a a children's party store next door, and you see someone walking up between them in like a costume. And it's like, oh, are they a uh? fun mascot that's going to be hired for a kid's party? Or are they into some weird sexual deviant stuff? We'll see. And they're just yeah. walking straight, and they plow through the brick wall in the center and keep walking through it like the Kool-Aid <laughs> man. It's like, oh, that doesn't help anything. Huh. Yeah, that's good, Are though. you a fun Spider-Man, or are you a sexy Spider-Man? <laughs> Ooh. Could be both. Uh, so. He's a fun Spider-Man, and then you see the butt flap on the back, it's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> Um, in episode one, we start with a shot of a girl humming while she's looking over a view of a city, and then we see a guy walking up the street, and we see, we see her walking up to a school, and he sees her, and he's like, hey, what are you doing here? And she kind of freaks out a bit, and I immediately was like, this man <laughs> is my type. <laughs> <laughs> He's big and buff and just a guy. Just a dude. He's not just a, himbo. a guy. He's a He's biology a, teacher. I smart. love it. I cross up beautiful boy on the bingo card and just put beautiful man. Beautiful man. This is a man. This is a man. And that's what's so good about him is he's not like a pretty boy anime man. He's a man. (laughs) (laughs) Like, even by human real life standards, it's like, yes, this is a person I want to interact with. (laughs) Yes. Um, So that's what happens. She freaks out after he sees her and she runs away. Um. And then there we get the opening, which is a fine opening. It's just, you know, usual anime opening. But I was like, if this anime is, like, bad, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> because this anime this is super cute so far. 
Um, so, uh, the place we saw that she was looking into was a school, and that man works there. This is Mr. Takahashi. And he's, like, in the teacher's office, and we find out that a new teacher is starting that day, and she's late. Uh, yeah. And another teacher goes up to him, and he's like, hey, are you the one who used to research demi-humans? And he's like, yeah, I wanted to do my college thesis about it, but that's, like, a really delicate subject, and I wouldn't have been able to meet any anyway. Um, And the other teacher asks why, and Mr. Takahashi says, I just think they're interesting. And he's like, oh, well, cool, because... And then the new teacher gets there. Uh, And she says that she was late because of a crowded train. And Mr. Takahashi is like, that's not a very good excuse And the other teacher is like, well, it is, because she's a... And then uh, she introduces herself, and her name is Saki. She is the new math teacher, and she's a succubus. (gasps) She's a demi-human. Math? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, immediate red flag. Uh, (laughs) Just immediately introducing, ah, the sexy character, mm. Succubus. But she's like, wearing a tracksuit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> she's like all covered. Don't stop the simping. I'll tell you what. Yeah, she is lovely. Um, <laughs> yeah, just like, this is all the information we have on the show so far. So I'm like, oh, no, you're on thin <laughs> <Uh-oh>. ice already. <laughs> yeah. But she's like, yeah, she's not like a stereotypical, like, I'm a succubus. She's like very flustered and like, I... Sorry I'm late. Um, so, we get, like, a brief explanation of demi-humans, and they say as time went on, they became more integrated into society, and there are even, like, programs to help them find jobs and stuff. So, we see Saki hanging up a sign, and Mr. Takahashi goes up to her and introduces himself, puts out his hand for her to shake it, and she doesn't want to. And she's like, it is it is nice to meet you, cool to meet you. Um, I'm not going to touch you. Uh, Also, I dress this way because I want to be seen as least sexually as possible (laughs) to avoid anything bad happening. So no men can touch me. Thank you. Bye. That's why I wear cargo shorts and a graphic t-shirt as well. (laughs) So no one is too sexually attracted to you? I gotta tone it down for everyone else's sake. Yeah, I think everybody would be like, they would be dead <laughs> if you were at full full capacity. Full power. <laughs> yeah. Um, she says, like, I know you've been, like, staring at me. And he's like, oh, no, like, I just want to talk. And she's like, no, no, no. You're nasty. Bye. <laughs> um, and then a few days pass, and he runs into her. She's, like, washing her hands at, like, a group of sinks. And he tries to apologize, but she still doesn't want to talk to him. Um. And then the blonde girl from the very first scene calls him over. She's running through the hallway. She's like, hey, you. Um, And then we see a flashback of their interaction from that night at the beginning, which, again, it was just her running away. Like, she was just like, I'm not doing anything. And then ran down the street. (laughs) Strange danger. Mm -hmm. Um, So she's a new student, transfer student, transfer teacher. We've got it all in this one. (laughs) Um, and he asks her about the other, the other night. She says that she just got too excited uh, to go to school. She was, like, trying on her uniform, and she wanted to see the school. So she went to go see it. And she ran because he was an old dude coming up to her at night. And, Fair. yeah. And she's like, a good teacher would praise me for 
running away from a creepy old man. And he's like, you know... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but I'm the creepy old man you were talking about, so no. Not very nice. I'm not creepy. Just real quick, at this point, we now have two separate characters who have my favorite trope of, hey, you seem like a reasonable person. Let me treat you like the world's most dangerous pervert. So again, I started this show with such <laughs> low expectations. Um, so he's like, why were you calling me? And she's like, oh, yeah, my classmate collapsed. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, and her name is Hikari. She introduces herself. Her name is Hikari. Um and they're walking to wherever the classmate is. She's like, I'm asking for your help because I thought you were the health teacher. And he's like, I'm the biology teacher. But the good news is I can judge anybody's health by one look at their face. Surprise, this girl has no face. Whoa. <laughs> uh, she's a Dulahan, which uh, is like a, a headless horseman. So she's so no head. <laughs> so, so no head. head. Um, Head and body are independent entities, but connected. Yes. Um, So Hikari explains that she already carried the head to the nurse's office. Um, And then we see another girl being carried down the hallway and we find out she's a demi-human as well. She is like, they say she, she's a snow woman. So she's got like snow powers. Um, And she overheated during PE. So she's being taken to the nurse's office as well. And Mr. Takahashi says, how can you be so calm, Hikari? This is crazy. So many demi-humans in one place. And she's like, oh, I'm a vampire. And he's like, oh. <laughs> cool. I don't say. Um, so after taking uh, the Dulahan to the nurse, he tells Hikari that he's like in shock about all of these demi-humans being in one place. Um, and she's like, oh, do you not like us and he's like no like i'm very interested in demi humans i think they're really cool um i tried to meet one in college but it never happened so he's just so happy to have met so many and she's really happy about that too she's like oh you like us (laughs) (laughs) um and then he tells her to go back to class uh and then before she goes she's like sure just so you know demi humans is a super outdated term we just prefer to be called demi and he's like okay cool (laughs) um and then later on he sees a red-headed girl yelling at hikari he goes over hikari says that it's her sister himari (laughs) (laughs) yeah and they're twins uh but she isn't like hikari in personality or being a demi because she's just human (laughs) Ugh, boring. Ugh, Gross. whatever. Moving on. Yeah. Let's never talk about her again. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> She's in the opening, though, so... Um, she must come back later. Uh, so, Mr. Takahashi starts to ask Hikari if he can, like, have a conversation with her. And she says, sure, but he expected her to say no, so he's like, oh, I understand. What? You what? Uh, and he's just so excited. Um, and then we see the Dulahan. We find out her name is Machi, uh, and she is talking to some girls in class and they're asking her some questions. Um, she says that she walks to school because the bus is dangerous for her. And one of the girls changes the subject. She's like, Oh, let me show you this funny video on my phone. (laughs) Um, but she just like, Machi just kind of laughs along. Like she's like, haha. Yeah. So funny. Cash. Am I right? (laughs) Um, 
So, Mr. Takahashi is talking about Demi stuff. He wants to know how they live and think. He's, he's willing to learn. He's ready. He's been waiting for this moment. Um, so far, he's learned that vampires aren't fans of heat or, like, bright places, obviously. Um, and they're in his office, which is dark and cool. Um, so they start with this interview, quote-unquote. Um, and he asks her how he feels about the qualities that books and things like that have given to vampires. And he has like a vampire encyclopedia. She flips through it. Most of it is wrong. Um, they can eat garlic. Um, she's like, Oh yeah. A wooden stake through our hearts definitely would kill us. And he's like, yeah, but that'll kill anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not exclusive to vampires. It was always a weird part of the mythos. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she explains that she doesn't need to drink blood either. She says if they're careful about what they eat and staying out of the sunlight, they can get on just fine. And she says she likes liver and onions and tomato juice. And she likes tomato juice because it reminds her of blood. So he's like, oh, so you like want to drink blood? And she's like, yeah, I do. The government gives me some. <laughs> the government. <laughs> yeah. So the government provides like a blood bag per month and that blood like helps her get by and there are even vampires who can get by get by on drinking no blood and he's like how do you feel about those ones and she's like i think they're cool and she's like you know like vegetarians and he's like yeah and she's like how do you feel about them and she's like he says they're amazing like he kind of respects them for you know being able to do something like that and she's like it's like that um and he says he gets it. Um, he says, have you ever wanted to drink blood from someone directly? She says, yes. Uh, she talks about the snow girl from before. She talks about how her body is nice and cold, but her blood must be so warm. <laughs> uh, and she has a moment. She kind of gets lost in the thought and thinks about how great it would be, but she wouldn't do it. And he says, that was an erotic way to describe that. Um <laughs> But she doesn't notice because she's still, like, lost in talking about it. Um, and he's like, so would you want to drink a boy's blood? And she's like, I haven't been in love. What do you mean, a boy's blood? Um, she gets all flustered. And he says that drinking blood is kind of, a, it seems like, is kind of an expression of sexual desire. And it's at this point that it's like, okay, this show could be creepy. <laughs> but the way he talks about these things is so clinical like he's just interested in it that he's not creepy it's like the writing and also the way the women treat him yeah the girls treat mm. him he's not horny <laughs> yeah it's a very interesting dynamic where he is the platonic ideal of like typical uh quote unquote normal societal person actually wanting to learn things about like minority groups and mm -hmm. actually having those good intentions of being like oh tell me about this uh, thing that other people would ogle or uh, uh, get super weird about Finish. yeah it's like, oh, weird yeah I think I think the part that does feel like icky is just because she is like a high school student yeah, yeah. she's um, still a student and he's a teacher and it's like yeah this is definitely crossing a line yeah, yeah, but if it was, you know... they're dynamics throughout these episodes. Yeah, yeah, but if, you know, if they were, like, college age, maybe it wouldn't be as strange. Yeah. Um, Have you ever had a teacher call you out for being gay horny on Main, though? And it's just like, <laughs> hey, that's pretty erotic. She's like, what? It's like... Excuse me? Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, so she like goes off saying she's dependable and he laughs at her and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm being insensitive. And she was like, no, I did say you could ask me anything. Um, but it's time to stop. They both have to get to class. Um, she leaves, turns around and looks at his neck for a second and there's a shot. It looks like she's going to bite him and he turns around, but she just pokes two pencils into his neck. <laughs> gotcha. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, she makes a pervy joke and I'm like, the nasty jokes are few and far between. So Still yeah, there. it's moments like that where you're like, Ugh, but for the <laughs> most part, it's like, eh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Hikari goes to see Machi. She asks if she's upset because she just, she seems that way. She, she's like, you have it rough. You have to carry your head all day. Um, and at that, everybody listens and she like looks surprised Ooh. that Hikari is asking something like that. Um, but she says, she's like, no, it's not too bad. I get tired of it sometimes. Um, and Hikari says she understands vampires have some problems too. And they start bonding over their demi problems. Um, and then they're hanging out. Machi asks Hikari where she goes between classes and we don't see it, but presumably she tells her about Mr. Takahashi. Um, and he gets a knock on his door and it's just Machi's body. Um, I didn't mention it before where her neck is. There's like a blue flame. Um, she has a note. The body has a note and it's thanking him for taking her to the nurse. Also offering to be interviewed. And he gives her a note back to take back to the head. (laughs) And they're just like sitting outside the door. Um, and they're nearby and they're like, ah, he gave us a note. And he like hears them and he laughs. Uh, and the note tells her to come by any time. And Hikari is like, let's go get a snack. And I'm like, they're friends. <laughs> the girls are friends. <laughs> yeah, I love this it. Is, this is like the fun, like, teacher-student dynamic of like, oh, these these kids, they're, they're nervous. They want to, like, talk about things, about being different and being minorities. And he's being supportive. And it's good. Mm-hmm. So it oh that coin just flips real quick. <laughs> yeah. It's bouncing but, um, on that edge. Yeah, that's that's episode one. Yeah, they're sitting outside the teacher's lounge, like he opens the door and can already see them. I'm like, you couldn't couldn't have just gone around the corner? Like <laughs> you're not even five feet away from the body you sent in on its own. <laughs> uh and at one point uh Takahashi says, like, ah, uh with the vampire girl, like it's uh more likely Demis are caused by mutations rather than genetics. So like, mm-hmm. that's why they're twins, but one of them is a Demi and one of them's not. And as soon as he said mutation, I was like, ha we're in X-Men territory. I'm here <laughs> for it. Let's go. Um, so yeah, we start off episode two with uh, Takahashi. Enjoy that name, because it's the only one I wrote down. That's, uh, I mean, good for you, though. <laughs> the others have distinguishing characteristics. It's the longest name, so I'm proud of you. Yeah, good on I you. I wrote it down. Let's see how many times <laughs> I can say it before I fuck it up, because it'll happen. Um, so he starts, uh, it starts off with him talking with Doolahan girl uh, in his office, and while she's talking, like, her head's in her lap, and he's kind of a bit distracted by the giant blue flame, like, funneling out of her neck, and, like, it kind of just zooms on on it. And I don't know if this was, like, something he could hear, or it was, like, emphasizing for us, but there was just kind of wails of, like, the damned coming from it there was just kind of a groan coming from it i was like excellent that would be distracting if you audibly could hear it like <laughs> just like a souls of the damn groaning out of her it's neck. quiet while everyone's taking a test and it's just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so then we get the opening and we come back to the scene 
and uh, he asked, like, hey, what's like, how's that flame doing? What that flame do? Uh, and she's like, yeah, it's safe to touch. Like, you can touch it. It doesn't burn people or anything. He's like, oh, cool. And he puts his hand in it and, like, feels around in the flame. Uh, and while he's doing that, we see her getting, like, really uncomfortable. And she's like, yeah, you can touch it, but, like, I have a lot of nerve endings in my neck. So, like, it feels weird and, like, a lot of pressure on it. He's like, oh, God, like, yeah, you should have told me that part, so I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, feel free to just tell me everything and act like I know nothing. And he says, like, oh, well, he starts asking her a lot of, like, just questions and stuff. And they go back and forth. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, my head and body are able to separate. There's no, like, distance limitation. Um, the furthest it's gone is I was out visiting my grandparents once, and uh, my body was on the train, and my grandpa was holding my head, and we were talking, and our goodbye went a little too long, and the train took off with my body. So it was from, like, this little country town and, and Tokyo. It was, like, the distance. And he was like, oh, my God, that's very far. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no, like, limitation there. He's like, oh, well, what do you do when you need to, like, use your hands and stuff? She's like, oh, well, if I'm, you know, eating dinner, there's, like, a harness where it's, like, a baby Bjorn. I strap So cute. I was losing my mind at this. (laughs) If I was a dual hand, I would just be doing that the whole time. I would always have that Bjorn on me because, like, why carry it if you don't need to? That's true. Yeah, I honestly missed that and was curious why that was never brought up as an option. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, she says, like, oh, if I'm in the bath, I just, like, tie my head in, like, a towel and put it in, like, a sling and hang it up while I take the bath. Um, you know, for any time she needs to use her hands for stuff. And she says that, uh, it's mostly been, the biggest hurdle she's had is it's been difficult for people to be comfortable around her. Uh, we saw a bit of this in episode one. When pe- uh, they diverted the subject topic away from her. Um, but she said, like, my classmates are nice. I'm not being, like, bullied or anything, but they just seem always on edge around me. And... You know, they don't they don't seem to know what they can say and what they can't say. Takashi's like, oh, well, have you ever made like a joke about it? Have you ever brought up in like kind of a joking fashion? Because that could be a sign of showing people like, hey, this isn't like a stigma. You don't have to avoid talking about it. I am a doula hand and ease the tension about it. Uh, so uh, people know it's okay to talk about it. And it's not this like forbidden taboo thing. And she's like, oh, yeah, I never thought of it that way. But I guess that's one way to get ahead. <laughs> She's already doing it. Good for her. She immediately uh, turns into Fozzie Bear. <laughs> waka waka. Waka waka. Um, and he says, like, yeah, it's, you know, dual hands are uncommon. It's definitely something people aren't familiar with. Like, you know, uh, you know, not through their own fault. There's only three dual hands in the whole world. And she's like, oh, you knew that? And he's like, yeah, I did my research. I knew you were coming in here. That's, like, nuts to think about because it's also, like, they're not her family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Because, yeah, he says it's not necessarily genetics, but still, just, like, the probability of a mutation only happening three times on the planet. It's like, mm-hmm. whew. Um, and we've watched two other shows with dual hands. I wonder if they're connected. What? <laughs> um, and uh, she gets uh, all flustered uh, asking him. She's like, oh, well... Uh, now they're here, can I actually ask you a favor I've been hoping to get after we had this talk? And he's like, yeah, sure, what do you want? And he's like, can you cradle my head? Like, Me. She's like looking at his arms while he's talking. I'm Big, like... strong arms. Uh. <laughs> and when she asks that, we see the flame in her neck just like explode upward like into a pillar of fire. He's like, oh, you want me to be like, hold your head? She's like, yeah, my parents used to do it for me a lot when I was younger, but ever since I got into, like, high school, they said I'm too old for it, but it's something that, like, really comforts me, and I haven't had it happen in a long time, so it'd be 
really great if someone else could just like hold my head for a while. He's like, yeah, sure, I don't see a problem with that. Uh, narrator note: I see a problem with that, but yeah, <laughs> teacher. Uh, and uh, so he agrees to do it, and he does, and he's just holding her head. Uh, and uh, after a few seconds, minutes, uh, hours, you know, hours, hours. <laughs> Um, he's like, oh, yeah, no problem at all. Like, let me know if you need help. He's like, you know, I'm a teacher. You say this makes you feel safe. If this helps my students feel safe, I feel like it'd be, it's an appropriate thing to do. Um, but, you know, as long as that nosy, gossipy vampire doesn't see... Huh. And it was like, huh? as he's saying that, he turns his head and sees uh, the vampire girl just in the door. The door peeked open. And immediately as they lock eyes, she runs out, like, behind her into the, like, at the window, opens it up, and just screams, like, Hey, everybody! You'll never <laughs> guess what I just... And just like, oh, shut up, shut up. And uh, he starts chasing after her. Yeah. He I, does say, though, like, when he's holding her, he does, like, say, like, you know, this actually might not be that appropriate. But, like, as long as no one has seen it, it's like, okay, <laughs> But, no. <laughs> which is also uh, not great logic. No, just as long as no one knows I'm doing this bad thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the vampire girl goes like running off, like teasingly, acting like she's gonna tell everyone, and uh, uh, Takahashi goes chasing after. Her. And I enjoy just the sheer shitty gremlin nature of the vampire girl. She's just a <laughs> real shit sir, and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> um, so. Uh, after she goes running off the dual hand, like cracks a joke of like, "Ah, Takahashi, welcome to being a dual hand." He's like, "What?" He's like, "Well, once everyone finds out what happened, they'll have your head too." Ha <laughs> ha! And he's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> no, you kids don't realize how bad this actually it's is. So bad. <laughs> uh, but after that, um, it's a uh, dual hand and vampire girl are sitting up. Yeah, I guess this would be a rooftop. I didn't check it off, but now that I think about it, uh, they're up on top of like a roof area or like a patio. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just sitting on a bench, and Dolan Girl thanks uh, Vampire Girl for, like, setting that up so they, you know, she has someone to talk to and stuff. Um, and just get that, uh, like, being able to vent a little about it or just informing people about it better. And uh, as they're walking home... Oh, different scene. Uh, but, yeah, so they're walking home now after school, and they see the... I'm sure in Japan there's a name for it, but they just keep calling her Snow Woman, and that feels weird. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they see the snow woman, girl. You can call uh, her Frozen, it's fine. We, they Elsa. see Elsa. They see <laughs> Elsa. And uh, she's walking home by herself. And vampire, uh, vampire girl like runs up and latches onto her because she's cold. And she like hugs her. It's real handsy. Uh, personal boundaries are good and should be respected. Um, but when they're there, she introduces her to Dullahan. It's like, hey, we're all demis. Here, here you go, get to know each other. And Elsa was like, I got stuff to do. I don't feel like being fondled the whole way back home. Bye. And goes off on her own. But uh, as she's walking away, uh, Dullahan and Vampire are talking, and Dullahan catches Elsa looking back at them. And, like, catches a little... Their eyes lock up slightly. Um, and eventually they walk home together, and eventually they go their separate ways. And Vampire's like, hey, we should hang out more. We're buddies. We're pals. Mm-hmm. Come on over sometime. And that night we see Dolahan getting ready for bed. She's laying down to go to sleep. And she puts her head in, like, a dog house that's, like, it's next to her bed. Cute. <laughs> Just a cute little cubby with a pillow in it. Yeah, I have yeah. a I have a little box like that for Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
and like as she's laying down she immediately pops back up and like her body like writes out a message on like her phone like a text message and it says something i didn't write it down because i i thought it'd come into play later and it didn't mm. but it was like sometimes my head can't keep up feel free to use my body or something like that and i was like what mm, hello oh, she's like i'm gonna fucking flirt with this teacher <laughs> better write this down yeah, I wasn't sure what this was for because it didn't come back up later. So I'm just like, I'm what? 14. I want to yeah. fuck the 40 year old. Uh, <laughs> it felt like that. <laughs> I uh, mean, it's it's true. Yeah. <laughs> so next day we see a vampire girl freaking out um, when they're talking. This is when they're on the rooftop bench. Uh, vampire girl's like freaking out a little because Dolan says she's like, I, I kind of like a guy. I maybe want to go out. So she's like, ooh, dish. Who's the guy who he into? Uh, Dolahan's very nervous that uh, she'd have trouble dating anyone because she's a Dolahan, and that would be off-putting. Uh, and Fiber's like, no, that doesn't make you less desirable. That makes you more desirable. There's three of you in the world. You're super rare, and plus your head can separate from your body, so you can do a bunch of weird, naughty stuff that no one else can do. It's like, okay, there's there it is teetering again. <laughs> and... Vampire keeps asking questions about, like, what her ideal date would be and, like, who's the guy and stuff. And Dolahan's like, oh, it doesn't matter. I just want to go out on a date with the guy and he would just carry my head and we'd walk, like, along the beach or something. And, you know, we'd be able to talk and eventually we'd be hanging out. Our heads would get closer and it's like, no, I can't tell you. I'm too nervous. And (laughs) Vampire keeps prying of, like, poking her. Like, who's the guy? 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 And eventually Dolahan confesses, it's Takahashi. It's the only it's the only guy in this show that has any uh, presence whatsoever. So yeah, student to the teacher. I mean, I get it, but also we all get it. He's a <laughs> fine man. He's an <laughs> exceptional <awesome>. man. <laughs> you can't put an Adonis like that in front of a bunch of horny high schoolers. How dare you? So You're dangerous. <laughs> he needs to be fired. I mean, more than one reason, but that's one of them. For his own safety. Um, And as soon as she says, it's Takahashi, Vampire Girl immediately pulls out her phone and starts calling someone. And she starts freaking out, like, no, you can't do this, stop, what are you doing? Um, And the next day we see they're all at the vampire's house. We got Vampire, we got Doolahan, we got Takahashi, Uh uh-oh. And Vampire Girl says, we're going to do an experiment today where we're going to see... See how the doula hand does with her body and head separated. So Takahashi, you're going to take her head and go out shopping for the day. I'll take care of her body back here. And before they even really know what happens, uh, she grabs the body and throws it inside and pushes them out the door. So they're off on a date. Teetering on that line again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, while they're walking around, doula hand says uh, they're seeing if her, body, if her head alone can go on dates. Well, the vampire's trying to figure out what her body is saying back home because the body can't talk. So she's trying to communicate with, like, charades. And uh, they're just, they're seeing seeing how she can get through life, like, depending if she needs to separate her body and stuff. So that, that that's the disguise they're using for this date with mm-hmm. the teacher. And uh, eventually we see her body back at the house, pulls out a little notebook, and uh, writes down that saying she's having a great time. The vampire's like, Cute. oh, that's great i didn't realize you could write without your head like that's a neat skill you've learned and uh while she's sitting there she's thinking like oh they're having a great time that's good wait a minute i could ruin this what if i put 
sexual assault into the equation. <laughs> what if I ruined my friend's good time and also violate her body? Wild. That's what she, that's what she does. Uh, she lays down on the table in front of her and just lines up her fingers and stabs her right in the tits. And when she does that, back I'm on sorry the date. for laughing. The way you said it was terrible. <laughs> I hear that a lot. Uh, back, back on the date, uh, Dolahan's head starts freaking out, just like screams, like "Oh god!" Ah. And he's like, "Oh, what happened?" She's like, "I thought of a funny joke." He's like, it "Must have been real funny," because <laughs> he just screamed out of nowhere. And uh, as the date continues, they're walking a little bit. And Dolahan's like, "Oh, can we stop for a minute? I'm getting a little motion sickness." It's like, oh, yeah, I didn't even consider that. Uh, so they stop at, like, a little cafe, and they get, like, drinks. Uh, and they're just sitting there talking for a bit. And they talk about uh, Elsa, the classmate, and how she looked worried when she was walking home the other day. And he's like, yeah, I've been trying to, like, reach out to her. She goes, I know she's a Demi and trying to talk to her about that stuff, but she's kept avoiding me and stuff. And I figure, you know, she, it seems like she needs someone to talk to. So I was trying to offer an ear, but... Can yeah, you so. imagine seeing a large man... Walking around a town with just a tiny head that speaks. Yeah, because they say Insane. only three in the world. So, again, he also didn't know that she existed at this school. So you can assume in this town people are like, oh, no, that man has a real severed head. What the oh, wait, fuck it's still is moving. that? Don't worry, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like, ah, that's the Dullahan girl. We all know her. He needs to be, like, wearing a sign that (laughs) says, this is okay. (laughs) I mean, it's not, technically, because I'm dating a child. He he doesn't, he's an idiot, and he shouldn't be doing this, but he also doesn't know that she, she's like, it's a date, you know? Mm. They shouldn't be hanging out outside of school, but he's also not thinking that it's romantic. (laughs) See, it's not a real date, it's an experiment. And the experiment is, we're on a date. Like, that, why did It's he, a practice date. It's fine. It's just a prank, bro. We're it's a prank. It's a prank. It's, a it's for my YouTube channel. Don't worry about it. We got Vlogging a local head. Had a, we had you a just got family. prank dated. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, then the, uh, while they're sitting at the cafe, cafe talking, Dolhan realizes, like, oh, she needs to go to the bathroom. And back at the vampire's house, her body's, like, freaking out. And vampire's like, wait, what are you doing? And the body stands up. And as she stands up, she gets up too quickly and slams her shin into the table. And just, like, <laughs> crumples over. And it's in, like, the field position. And the vampire's like, oh, no, what happened? And gets up and slams her leg into the table and also falls over. It's very dumb. It's happened multiple times in shows we've watched. I love it every time. <laughs> yeah. It's just this the show- spur of the has a few moments where it's just dumb as shit and it's, it's so funny like it's that so and the dear. thing with him being like she doesn't have a face hilarious <laughs> yeah. i can tell with one look at their face immediately she doesn't have a face it's like exactly it has good moments but it's it's right in that line <laughs> um so she gets the vampire or vampire girl gets the body up and guides her to the bathroom and right as she's doing that her sister comes home is like what what's happening it's like oh yeah that's my friend she has no head it's like Cool. Don't worry about it. I'm going to my room. Because, <laughs> once again, not common. <laughs> um, and then back on the date, uh, Takahashi says uh, he might reach out to Elsa to see how, how she's doing and might, um, might try and interview her as well. And while he's saying that, they're walking along the coastline, just like in the ideal dream that Duel oh. oh, inappropriate. And Takahashi talks about 
um, that she might have been getting motion sickness earlier because it's the, like, we're not aware of it, but our body is always automatically adjusting our head and our eyes with the neck to balance it out. So when we're walking, it's balancing itself. But when your head's separated from your body, and when someone else is carrying your head, your body is not automatically adjusting to that. So that's why she might have gotten most motion sickness. Kind of like in VR, where if you're in VR and you're moving physically in VR, but you, your body is telling your brain that you're not moving, that's where you get the motion sickness of like the disconnect there. So similar to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually they finish up their date. They get back to Vampire's house. And uh, they all thank each other. They're like, this is a very valuable learning experience to learn about doula hands. And definitely not an inappropriate date between a teacher and their student. Definitely not. Nope. And doula hand runs off. She's like, thanks for the good time. Bye. And runs off. And once she's gone, uh, vampire girl mentions like, hey, Takahashi, check this shit out. And then it hard cuts. Uh, so we see the next day, uh, we see Takahashi talking to the principal, saying like, uh, talking to the principal saying like, hey, we have a dual hand student. Well, part of the school uniform is you have to have like a tote bag sort of thing um, that every student has to carry around their books in. She's got to carry her head in, around as well. So what if she gets special permission to have a backpack so that way she can easily carry her head and books without having her hands full? Principal's like, huh, I never thought of that. It's a good idea. Uh, hmm. Takahashi's like, I'm not her homeroom teacher. I don't want to set my, overset my boundaries. <laughs> now he says this. Uh, I don't <laughs> now that there's my... an authority figure that would fire <laughs> me, I have to establish. I would never do anything like that. Yeah. Hey, pr- hey, Prince, I came up with this idea while I was on a date with this student. <laughs> what if? Um, what did you say? If, nothing. Uh, nothing. There was no uh, uh, sunset walks along the water. You're you're turned on boy bye what <laughs> why are you so aroused i gotta go i will uh, fight the children do not arouse him <laughs> yet and i hope it stays that way <laughs> but he says like yeah it, uh since i'm not the homeroom teacher can you just say this was your idea when you bring it up to the homeroom teacher and he's like oh yeah sure it's like it's very considerate of you and we see everything was overheard by the succubus teacher who's like huh Maybe that Takahashi guy is not so bad. Hard eyes. And that's episode two. Well, uh, we zoom into those hard eyes and start an episode about her. So, Mm -hmm. uh, so our uh, math teacher, Saki, uh, she wakes up at four in the morning. Uh, This episode has a lot of just her internal monologue as she sort of explains stuff so i may gloss over some scenes because yeah. she goes about her routine mm-hmm. uh but yeah she wakes up at 4 a.m and she's talking about oh yeah i'm 24 i'm single weird that this teacher is younger than me uh it <laughs> always gets me every time Welcome to the club. <laughs> it's a bad uh, time uh, I know someone who's 23 and teaches a college course, so. <laughs> I know, right? Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, 24. And she, no? 23? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she's like, yeah, I've been alone. I've always been single, but that's because I'm a succubus and it's rough. <laughs> so. It sucks. You Ha ha ha. Uh, uh, so she's taking the train into school, like the first train of the day. She's awkward around people on the train platform. Uh, she gets to school and the principal comes in and is like, oh, you're here so early. You're 
Uh, I'm always impressed by your work ethic. You're always the first one in, last one out. You're always cleaning and making sure everything's tidy. You're doing great. She's like, ha yeah, that's great. All right, I gotta go, bye. And uh, she admits, yeah, I'm always cleaning because I have to get here first thing. I cannot be on a crowded train with anyone, so I need the most empty trains. So I'm just so bored waiting around at school. I might as well clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, uh, she comes into school and sees uh, Takahashi, uh, uh, but uh, oh, he's uh, uh, talking with uh, Machi about the new backpack, pretending it wasn't his idea. And uh, uh, Saki is like, oh, he's so hot, though. Uh, it's hot <laughs> and considerate, and those arms, oh, God. God damn it. <laughs> Wish he would shave that goatee, but all right, it's fine. <laughs> or grow uh, out a beard. Yeah. <laughs> Shoes. Yeah, you're in a half measure right now. you got to commit to something. Okay, um, make sure it's me, uh, but... <laughs> He's a facial hair centerist. Pick a side. <laughs> my left ring finger is so naked, Takahashi. Oh my god. What are you gonna do about this? Mm. Um and uh uh she's avoiding him still, still hasn't bridged that gap, but knows he seems like a decent dude. Uh we see a student talk to her. Just another, the boundaries in the school are so great, uh, where uh, (laughs) a student comes up is like, hey, help me with this math problem. Cool, thanks, teach. Hey, why do you hide such a rockin' bod under those (laughs) modest clothes? (laughs) Why don't you wear the sexiest shit, teacher that just helped me with basic algebra? Hey, math teacher, why don't you come into school wearing lingerie and showing off those Great eight. <laughs> What's with that? What's up with that? Uh, but uh, but we explain, or we, she explains, uh, not to the student. God, oh, <laughs> this is a disaster God, of a sentence. No. So uh, she, in her internal monologue, uh, explains that succubi have an aphrodisiac effect where they're too sexy, and that makes people turned on. What? What a wild yeah. concept. Yeah, it's very high fantasy. Uh, let me, if you need me to walk it uh, through you, please ask anyone else. But, um, <laughs> damn it. Hey, T, what does turned on mean? Nope. Wow. Well. <laughs> uh, please listen to our hentai episode <laughs> for further context. Um, but uh, uh, she cannot have physical contact with any guy uh, problematic a little uh, <laughs> but uh uh and she can't dress or reveal her, her actual body uh and we get an example where she's walking down the hallway and a student like turns the corner too fast and bumps into her and she like panics and runs away and that boy is like oh weird i'm so horny right now. Oh, huh. what just happened? Hey, but I mean, for friend, teenage why? boys, that's normal to just yeah, like yeah, all, all of a sudden time. be horny. So yeah, yeah. The realistic expectation is uh, 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 he already is horny when turning the corner, bumps into her, and just explodes. <laughs> just, just his head uh, bursts. Uh, okay, so um, yeah, we get that effect, and that's why she avoids the trains uh, if she bumps into anyone on a train in a crowded car 
they're going to immediately be horny and that's going to be an uncomfortable ride. So uh, <laughs> she just avoids it altogether. Uh, we also see she has the problem if she falls asleep near someone, they have sexy dreams <laughs> because succubi are like dream uh, monsters. So uh, uh, <laughs> she dozes off on the train home and then uh, a couple down the car. Uh, the guy wakes up and he's like, whoa, I just had the horniest dream. And his girlfriend's like, oh, Bruce. Oh. <laughs> Why would you say that we're yeah. in public? <laughs> I like how she mods. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Keep it to yourself. Uh, but she says, because of that, again, very difficult. She can't live in, an, you know, like apartment complexes, cities, uh, any crowded place near neighbors. Uh, every night they would just uh, be having wet dreams. And she's like, no, I can't be responsible for that. What's wrong with that? Better than nightmares. <laughs> You're doing more for your neighbors than I do. Yeah. it's <laughs> a nice thing. Um, so, uh-huh, um... Also, with her just going over, like, how difficult it is that all, she has to do all these precautions and stuff, she must really fucking love math. Because, <laughs> I would not deal with it. I would be a hermit and never think about that. Like, Holy why shit. be a teacher in the city? <laughs> yeah, just be a hermit, be a farmer, just work yeah. out in the country. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, no, I, I'm just so devoted to these kids. Oh, I have to teach these kids. Mold the I'm, minds of Japan. I'm horny for numbers like everyone in existence is horny for me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, she finally gets home. She's beat because it's like an 18-hour day for her every day. Ugh. And she starts to just let loose. She has some drinks. Uh, she's uh, she's partying. Um <laughs> But yeah, and she's in her head like, yeah, this is why I'm never dating anyone. That's a real fucked up uh, dynamic to get into, to be like, hey, you can't not be attracted to me. Let me now enter into a committed relationship with you. It's just weird acknowledging a very strange power dynamic that uh, should be respected. <laughs> and hmm. Respected? Being, yeah. No, uh, not, not in the show. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, uh, just, it's never a level playing field. I can't, I, I can't do that to someone. Um, because there's also an element of, do they actually care about me or is it just my sex powers? Oh, uh, I, I ask myself the same thing every day. <laughs> <laughs> damn me, sex powers. Oh, damn you. <laughs> um, but, uh, we see the next day Takahashi is typing up notes on his interviews with the monster girls. Uh, stop me if you heard that one before. Uh, <laughs> and vampire girl comes in and sees what he's typing at, uh, as he's typing up stuff about like vampires biting connection to sexual uh, uh, attraction. Uh, so she immediately gets all embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Uh I mean, he's like, hey, so, yeah, this, it's weird, but I am doing research. Will you talk about that? And she's like, oh, this is so embarrassing. But yes, teacher, I will talk about my sexual arousal with you. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, so uh, uh, as he's talking, he's like, yeah, so, like, there, there's different, 
levels to it, right? Like, naturally, everyone has, like, different sexual attraction styles and all that sort of stuff. But, like, is drinking blood, like, biting? Is it, like, sex? And she's like, oh, a teacher just said sex to me. I should be running out of this room. But he is so hot, I guess I'll stay here and be embarrassed. Uh, and... Uh, uh, he senses that, and he also is like, oh, fuck, uh, I probably shouldn't be asking a, a student about their uh, sexual attraction. And she's like, oh, uh, let me show you. And kisses him on the cheek. Again, <laughs> that fine line oh, gets <laughs> no. finer and finer every scene. No, that line's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that line's like a mile back. Uh, and uh, just to be like, see, is... Is that the sexiest thing? You know, me kissing you, teacher? And being like, oh, no, no, I guess it it, it varies. Weird. Okay, never do a, a, a physical display of affection <laughs> like that to me ever again. Uh, uh, so she leaves and uh, he starts wondering how other demis feel. Hmm, hmm, I wish all the demis in your life weren't children. This would be a better dynamic. But <laughs> moving on. Okay. Uh so we see uh, Saki and Machi are walking together. Um, Saki is carrying a box uh, that a different teacher asked Machi to carry, you know, instead of her head. So <laughs> uh, uh, she's helping out, and they're just putting away books in the library. Uh, so while they're there, Machi is like, oh, so um, uh, just, just as Demi's here, let's talk. Uh, so... Uh, you, you being a succubus must have all the luck with with the fellas, right? And Saki in her head is like, "No, I've I've never felt the touch of a man." Uh, uh, <laughs> sure, yes, I I have my my own things. And Machi is like, "Oh well, I have a crush on someone. Can you help me?" Uh, uh sure. Okay, what's up? I have a crush on Takahashi. And Saki in her head is like, "Oh fuck, me too." <laughs> Who she doesn't? She went from, I never want to be near this man, to, boy, I sure am in love with this man, like, real quick. Which, I think we all did, but still. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I realize I just skipped over this part in my notes. Uh, it's sort my of just favorite scene through. in the whole Yes, the sorry. Whole thing. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, this is a very important thing. Uh, so as she's discussing, like... Uh, I can't touch a man or else I'll get him all too horny. Um, she's walking down the hallway and trips. And who's there to catch her but Takahachi? Oh, he uh, takes her, her hand. It's uh, great. Holds her oh, hand, lady. helps her up. And she's like, oh, fuck. The one guy I didn't want to get all horny. Oh, no. Wait. Wait. He doesn't huh. seem horny at all. Huh. She's sure. He's just like, oh, oh, watch out. Oh, slippery floors. All right, teach. I'll catch you later. And walks away. And she's like, huh, maybe people with like low sex drives or like ace people, like they they don't feel the sex magic. And then we cut to him immediately turning the corner and just like grabbing his heart. He's like, oh, fuck, I, I need to fuck right now. This is, <laughs> let me tell you, Brendan, you asked me earlier to tell you what turned on means. <laughs> <laughs> Me during this, scene. this was so 
scrumptious. <laughs> like, <laughs> the way he's like backed up against the wall, like bending his knees, and he's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Scrumptious. I was just like, this is it. This is, I never want to watch anime again. This is it. This <laughs> man is perfect. And, Somehow they found a uh, way to be so horny and so respectful. How? It's How so can you do like, that in the same moment? I just lost my mind. I was like, you're kidding right now. Let's <laughs> ah! see with her that she's like, oh, maybe he's not interested in me, which makes me interested in him. I'm like, ah, she's into negging. I get it. <laughs> and he's ah. into edging. <laughs> I have oh, to pretend I'm not horny all the time around her. <laughs> uh, around everyone, apparently. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, okay, never mind. I I know, I, I know. <laughs> I just had to make a joke. Okay, so. Uh, so, uh, Saki and Machi just admitted that uh, they both have, well, Machi admits that she has a crush on Takahachi, and Saki in her head is like, oh yeah, me too. Um, so we see Takahachi uh, walking down the hallway and uh, sees uh, Ice Girl and sees Frozone and <laughs> is like... <laughs> Uh, some boys are talking to her. One asks her out, and she's like, oh, I gotta go, and runs away. And uh, uh, Takahachi goes up to the boys and is like, oh, uh, you scared her away. I've been trying to talk to her for days, but she's always just so flighty and hard to get a hold of, so. I've been trying to grab her. Yeah. (laughs) Get a hold of. (laughs) He's like, I've been trying to, like, talk to her one-on-one, and, like, just talking to the boys, I'm like, this feels you shouldn't be saying this to students, man. Like, yeah, just everything in this scene felt weird and wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, back to Saki and Machi, they're discussing, and Machi is like, um, "How how do you be cool and confident? Because you know, dating such a sophisticated man, uh, I don't want him to think me a child is too childish." Oh, uh-huh, that would uh. be crazy ridiculous what a, what a and instead of saying i don't think this is right child <laughs> saki says Student. let's let's talk about it Let, let's explore <laughs> let's figure this how, out let's how this can work um so uh yeah uh says she's like yeah you know most adults they are also childish uh and lying to you uh you need to fake it till you make it because most adults don't know what they're doing still the like most freeing actual advice for anyone out there hey (laughs) no one is grown up no one's sophisticated we're all bullshitting and just hoping super hard you don't ask any follow-up questions Mm -hmm. yep Yep. um yeah so uh um and uh machi's like well does that mean you, teacher, are faking it? And she's like, no, I am genuinely cool as fuck. <laughs> I'll never tell it in her head. She's like, yes, absolutely. Uh, but uh, but they also uh, fan it, or, uh, just think about, oh, does that mean Takahachi's faking it? Yes, he's hiding how horny he is for, uh, for uh, Sokka. <laughs> um, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just more talking about changing her hair and blah, blah, blah. It's a, a big old conversation of a student talking to a teacher about how to get with another student. So I'm going to gloss over the rest of it. 
So, um, so we see Ice Girl walking out of the school, and uh, here's girls gossiping about her. They're <gasps> like, uh, did you hear that boy asked out Ice Girl? Oh, she's so snotty. She's so snotty and will never get a boyfriend, even though we just mentioned that someone asked her out. <laughs> Uh, I feel like that trope happens a lot. No one would ever date her, which was prompted by someone trying to date her. Like, I feel like that <laughs> happens surprisingly a lot. Mm-hmm. So undesirable as someone who has the power to reject others. <laughs> um, so it starts raining after school, and uh, Vampire Girl is so excited because it's cool and not uh, uh, hot and sunny out. So she's jazzed. Uh, and... Uh, Takahashi uh, goes up some stairs and is like, hmm, it's getting cold up here. <gasps> and finds Ice Girl sitting sad in the stairwell. Oh, oh no. Gee. And that's where we end episode three. Yup. Time to sweep her off her feet. <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> Gonna add you to my menagerie of monster girl. <laughs> my monster girl collection. Uh, here we are. Here we are. So, yeah. This is a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably the most conflicted we've all been on a show. Yes. Like, this show, the intentions are so good. <laughs> th- their heart is clearly in the right place because at its core, it is like, hey, let's have a teacher care about all these minority students uh, w- having, like, direct correlations of... Vampire girl feels more uh, bite attraction to girls and not boys. Uh, a Doolahan girl has mobility issues as someone like with a disability, and they start to like address those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we see just all these like dynamics, like the weird concept of a government providing blood to vampires. You know, uh, giving necessary supplies to minorities in need. A weird just. Yeah, uh, a fantasy concept. Yes. Um, So, like, the intentions are so good. Takahashi has such, like, English theater uh, teacher that uh, just connects (laughs) with all the gay kids. So, (laughs) like, that is the dynamic they're going for. And then they add so much, like, teacher-student romance stuff that is just very uncomfortable, even though it is, like... The side of things of, like, students having crushes on teachers, it happens. Yeah, Hot people become teachers, too. It's uh, <laughs> it's an epidemic we don't talk enough <laughs> about. We're um, all doing our best to stop it. <laughs> so, like, that, that thing of, like, oh, a relatable thing, a student having a crush on a teacher. Cool. We are all on the adult side of uh, uh, looking at it with the teacher's perspective. So uh, it... <laughs> It just has a very uncomfortable element to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange just because this is... Does Takahashi participate in inappropriate, like, the the date, the quote-unquote date? Like, mm. yes, he does. Does he also seem, like, just really stupid? <laughs> yes. And I think, like, the the, like, romance of it is so one-sided... Like, the only time we ever see him express any attraction is the part with the succubus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, he is not 
horny for these teens. Again, I say yet. (laughs) I desperately hope that he never is. Mm -hmm. Because is he enough to make me want to keep watching this show? Absolutely. (laughs) I love him. Exactly your type. (laughs) And (laughs) And if his relationship with Saki is the one that gets developed over the course of the 12 episodes, I will not. I already thought of a fan fiction for them if it's not something they discuss in the show. Like <laughs> that it caught me off guard. It, like I had to I love this big dumb man. Yeah, and he's a biology teacher, but he is himbo in like common sense. He is Yeah, and I like dumb in do, oblivious uh sense. Yeah, and I like do understand him asking strange questions to uh, Hikari about being a vampire and the sexual attraction stuff feels uncomfortable. But me, someone who just did a project about sex and interviewed 10 people about it, to me in my head, like relating to Takahashi not being attracted to this kid is just trying to get information. To me, that didn't feel as weird. Her reactions to it, of course, make it feel icky because she's a <laughs> child. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I'm in that mindset. Yeah. It's like, I know right now in this scene, he's not attracted to her. (laughs) And I have to keep saying that, which is annoying because I hope to God that it never happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think think not being in that mindset, I can say like, yeah, they make it very clear that like, even when she kisses him on the cheek, she's clearly very flustered and nervous about it. He brushes it off as like, huh. I get your point. I guess kissing isn't as big of a deal as sucking someone's blood for a vampire, like in a romantic thing. And he brushes it off very easily. Mm-hmm. And if someone was doing, like, researching something or studying or interviewing people about sex or sexual orientation in certain groups, sure, if you're not their teacher and they aren't 14. Yeah, I mean, like, like... That's where mm-hmm. the issue comes with yeah, especially Yeah, it's especially him being their teacher... Because people interview teenagers about sexual attraction. It's a thing that happens. There are, yeah. there are plenty of research papers Stop. about that kind of thing. But it's that he's their teacher, and he is in no official capacity doing this research project. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is his It's his time. pet project. Yeah, yeah, so, like, in my, like, really practical brain of, like, I know now if you want to do something like that, you have to go through the, like, International Review Board or the Institutional Review Board or whatever it's called. <laughs> Mm-hmm. to like actually do a project like that to make sure everyone is being safe and ethical yeah. like in my mm-hmm. head i'm like this shouldn't be happening <laughs> <laughs> Draws a lot of lines here like yeah tennis. but yeah. i love him god i love him he's so hot he's a great character but <laughs> ooh, those lines <laughs> yeah yeah this uh this really made me think of comparisons there's a tiktoker i follow uh the paper pat who is a uh, black American who is teaching English in Japan to like oh, kindergartners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just talks a lot about like, I know for a fact that I am the first black person that these kids have seen. So the questions they ask me are understandably to like Americans and people like with exposure to black people very offensive of like (laughs) hair colors chocolate stuff and all those sorts Mm -hmm. of things but he's like no it they are kindergartners so like i know there's no ill intention i'm literally the first of a category that they're seeing naturally they're going to be curious so Mm -hmm. like there are those elements of like yeah 
these are the only, there are three Doolahans in the world, and you're not going to ask them a bunch of questions as a man of science? <laughs> of <course>. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, there is that also, like, cultural element of, like, hey, coming from a Japanese perspective, let's learn about this thing we have no exposure to. Yeah. Like, long, long story short, it's like he's just going about it the wrong way. Quit your job. Mm-hmm. Talk to... <laughs> Talk to some people about doing a real research project, and then it'll be okay. Don't be their teachers, and they like come to you and hang out in your office during class, and you hang out with them on the weekend. Mm-hmm. He's just dumb, but so hot. <laughs> I can't get over this man. He is a himbo in some se- in the common sense category. He's book smart, He's- but nothing else smart. Because <laughs> in high school, at least for me, we had like a study hall period, and I always went to the same teacher with all my friends, and we hung out to the point where we even went back and visited that teacher after we graduated because mm-hmm. we developed such a rapport. But we also made sure, like, <laughs> we wrote down a list. He's like, "Oh, I got the story to tell you." No, wait, I'm a teacher. I can't tell you the story. So we yeah. wrote it down. When we graduated, we came back. He's like, yeah, we got pissed drunk this one time down in like Jersey City. It's like, oh, okay. But he <laughs> kept that professionalism of like, I'm a teacher. And, like, when I was in high school, I'd go to the gym under, uh, like, the workout room underneath our gym in the building. And sometimes I'd bump into some teachers there who were, like, head of, like, the track team or something. And they would also be working out. So I would be spending some time with teachers, like, outside of our school dynamic. Here's a wild notion for y'all. I didn't fuck any of them. We were able to beat both people in the same area without just immediately trying to fuck each other, which is an <laughs> impossible dynamic in anime. Yeah. So it's just like... But it's one-sided. It's just the girls being like, yeah. God. It's yeah. one girl. It's just Machi being like, <laughs> I want to fuck him. Well, and then Vampire Girl just being a chaos agent. So yes. yeah. that's also she, an element. Yeah. Yeah, she mostly just gets flustered by the questions and then likes to just stir shit up, which yeah. I can respect... On a great level. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it really rides that line of like unexpectedly horny. <laughs> and like, I'm going to ride it along with it. <laughs> I, I probably will finish this. It's not very long and I really want to see more of this, man. <laughs> I, I will wait for your report to continue. Sure. <laughs> uh, well, well uh, what are we can there you... yet? Just to get that. Oh, yes. I am. Uh, I've made it. <laughs> I'll say yes. This has all the best intentions. It just has some serious missteps. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I will go with what you're trying to do rather than mm-hmm. what you did. <laughs> so far, we're like two and a half out of three with Dula hands appearing in our anime. So far, it's, <laughs> they've all been like, so, okay, watch we'll yourself. <laughs> I got my eye on you, counselor. <laughs> Uh, well, well, what will we be keeping our eyes on next week? Next week is my pick. Mm. And I have to apologize for my last pick. Mm. Both to you two and to the audience at large. Mm-hmm. Can I so, get that in writing, please? <laughs> no, you know I can't write. Um, <laughs> so to celebrate the end of the year and the holidays... We don't get a lot of Christmas anime. We've already discussed that. Sometimes the anime has like one episode of like episode 12 is the Christmas. We're not going to watch one. We've done it. We've discussed this already. We've burned through it too fast. (laughs) We did bad. Uh, So instead of being a thematic holiday one, I'm picking a show that's ongoing and has immediately jumped into my top 10, possibly top five anime of all time, if Mm -hmm. not just shows of all time. 
Mm. So I, I'm picking it as a very good treat and a power cleanser and a redemption arc for myself. <laughs> so next week we will be watching Ranking of Kings. Hooray! All right. If there's a show uh, that you rank highly, <laughs> not too high enough that you'll yell at us for not liking it, uh, you can send those. You can send those recommendations to us. Our email is arewetheryet at gmail or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at arewetheryet on both. You can find me on Instagram at honey period d on Twitter at honey d eight and honey d art and honey is spelled h u n n i e. You can find me on Twitter at abtsbrendan. It's mostly me retweeting D&D dice and art to try to get something for free with the occasional tweet about Gideon the Ninth because I'm reading through that. I recommend it. <laughs> thank you to Camille Rooley for our artwork and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song stories. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. I can't, I can't stop thinking about him. <laughs> Keep professional distance from Professor Birch. Hey, teacher, <laughs> leave those kids alone. <laughs> <laughs>